Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Hello, Jason. Kia ora, Stephanie. Happy New Zealand Music Month. (laughs) Thank you. How are you feeling? Well, I can't believe we've finally made it back. Because, like, this time of year is also Kick-On's birthday, mm. it is kind of like the year around the sun, you know? Every New Zealand Music Month is a new Kick-On's era. Whoa. It's crazy when you think about it like that. Yeah. And I mean, like, we are we are in a new era, we're in our flea bag era, aren't we? Does that mean that we just like don't give a fuck anymore? I think so. Like a friend of mine has been saying, like I'm in my flea bag era. So are you? And I'm like, okay, yeah, but I don't really know what she means by that. I usually think like it's that we could potentially fall in love with a priest, and it would it would make sense for us. That's yeah. where I go with it. Okay. Yeah. I see that for you. Okay. Only because of your religious upbringing. (laughs) I also like to think I'm in my girl boss gatekeep gaslight era. Is that the same as Fleabag? I don't know. I think girl boss gatekeep gaslight. Yeah. Is that a mantra that you live by? Because recently, and I actually don't know if it's funny or not. But I have been gaslighting people on purpose and then telling them that they've just been gaslit instantly. Like, can we have some more context? So, um, this morning I burnt my breakfast. I burnt the toast that I was about to eat. Mm-hmm. And say you were in the room. Yeah, and I was like, I would tell you that you made me do this. No, that's accusation. That's not gaslighting. (laughs) And then I was like, you've just been gaslit. Gaslighting is if you're like, what are you talking about? It doesn't smell in here. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, we're in our, we're definitely (laughs) in our uh, girl boss era. That's for sure. I like to think so. Happy second birthday. Yeah, honestly, God, we've aged, like, gracefully. No, wait, ungracefully. Really? Not at all. Wait, but gracefully is a compliment, isn't it? Only if someone's getting old. Right. Like, she's getting old gracefully. We're getting old ungracefully. You know, we're we're dyeing our lashes. We're dyeing our brows. We're getting rid of those greys. We are plucking our moustaches. I, like fucking hair removal creamed my entire 
body. Did today. you? Yes, look at this. Yeah, it does look soft. Have you ever used hair removal cream before? Yes, on my oh. face. Oh, yeah. And I burnt my whole face. Yeah, it's not nice. But, but, the but. Yes, but is it not just going to grow back sharp and gross? You're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, well, what's the other option? I don't know. Waxing? Well, okay, next time I see you, is that... uh... Um, I would say I'm a 30% yes on that. Whoa, <laughs> that's way more percentage than I ever would have thought. <laughs> okay, that's good. Wow, okay. Well, is that like, would you wax my butthole in an emergency only? Is that 30%? <laughs> um, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, in an emergency, I'd do it 100%. But the emergency, okay. like, I'd need a whole pitch. Okay. What if we didn't you know? have time? It's an emergency. Well, yeah. I just, I guess I can't really think about what an emergency would be. Yeah, and then after you'd done it, you'd be like, what's the emergency? I'd be like, you just got gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now speaking of gaslit, before we get into the hot topic of the day, we're going to bring back our famous segment, Hinge Binge. Or scrap that. We're bringing back our new segment, Hinged or Unhinged. Unhinged. The Hinge story. No. I mean, that will be the limited series that Ryan Murphy makes and will make millions. Yeah, yeah. We actually had some international entries. I'm going to play this one for you. So for those who are new to this segment, it's a segment where we... Uh, go on Hinge and we find voice memos that people have left on Hinge. We play them and we decide whether they are. Is this no, person... I think we're deciding <laughs> if what they've said is hinged or unhinged. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Right? Right. We're still working through some bits. <laughs> to be honest, we had no negative feedback about it. It was 100% no. positive feedback. The prompt is, my greatest strength. I think if you can make noises like that, you're hinged. Like, he's been practicing that. Here's my take on it. As uh, a vocalist, yes. I really think that he he really peed it out at the end. Oh, do you not think that he was showing like natural vocal ability by able to like move through the notes? Yes, I do think that his ability to siren is <laughs> quite good. Is that not what he was doing? He yes, was being absolutely. a siren. Ability to siren. Totally. Yeah, was yeah. good, but. It was very breathy towards the end. And now in an emergency, which we know all about, if, you were, if you've been listening since earlier, <laughs> a siren needs to full, be fully realized the whole way. They don't have time to get breathy at the end. Well, they've got a message to deliver to the people, which exactly. is there is an emergency. Get your hair re- removal cream out. Exactly. Wax your friend. 
Um, on that note, can I just say that while we like to remove our body hair, it's also okay if you don't. Ah, oh, you know, this is yes. a, this is a hair a, a safe space for all hair types. Yeah, and me removing all my body hair is literally a, a brand new thing for me. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, just trying it out. Yeah, yeah. But me being on Hinge is also a brand new thing for me. <laughs> and I think that he's unhinged. Do you? I do think he's unhinged. I would swipe for him. That, do- I, that doesn't mean I wouldn't send that a little ha-ha. <laughs> to think Can- he's gone to all that effort and all you'd say was ha-ha. Listen. What about ha-ha-ha? Or what about a ha-ha? H-A-A-H-A. What I've discovered recently living... Uh, very close to a fire department. Yes. Is that fire engines are camp. Fire mm-hmm. engines are camp because although what what you think you're hearing is woo, what you're really hearing is wee you, wee you, wee you. And, and so it's the f- fire engine saying wee you. Like, hey, gay, I see you. We you. We you. Well, so now would you call yourself hinged or unhinged? Unhinged. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is an unhinged safe space. Oh, yeah, fully. I think sometimes being unhinged is a good thing to grab attention, but then you don't want to... completely follow that unhingedness through you know you want you want peaks and valleys yeah totally it's you like, want and wow you, know what you I completely mean? changed the um the the sounds there i think that was like the most genuine um replica of a siren i've ever heard and i've heard a few <laughs> yes I so agree. maybe that is unhinged that he, he really knows what a siren sounds like. Yeah. Did you body. have another one for us? or? Yeah, no. I do actually oh. have one for you. How many seagulls would have to be in your room before you became suspicious that something is going on? How many seagulls would have to be in your room before you came became suspicious? One. The answer is one. Yeah, definitely one. But it would have to be like one and it's not leaving. You know, like, a seagull in my room, I've left my windows open, I walk in, I go, ah, and it flies out, right? No, it stays, because you sound like a seagull. (laughs) We've all got our talents. (laughs) But I think, like, it's, it's comprehensible to me that there could be one seagull in my room, but if it didn't leave, then I would be like, what's going on? And more appear? Oh, well, then I'd just start screaming and crying because that's the question is like how many would have to be in your room before you're like hey i also i guess the answer is two but maybe three (laughs) i think maybe three stephanie moore (laughs) i accept your answer but the answer is absolutely one (laughs) well i want to get a read like a poll on this do you think it's okay to steal that and and ask around yeah 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 okay yeah, we will be polling uh, at Kick-On's Pod on Instagram. Yeah. And I, to be honest, I think that that question, that is hinge. Oh, that's hinge. It's interesting. Yeah. It's... Sparks um, conversation, debate, yeah. friendly, 
friendly amount of um, uh, animal welfare as well. Yeah, it's not controversial really in nature. Except when you decide that it's actually three <laughs> seagulls that would need to be in your room. Well, one... Were you counting yourself as one no, of those seagulls? So a, a regular seagull, you go in and go, ah! And I'm then a, a third... Are you? My zodiac spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are a duck. So... We're both birds. I'm a flamingo. That must be why we don't like them. It's yeah. like too close for comfort. I watched a TikTok the other day of a girl who was obsessed with pigeons like she was saying that they no. are the greatest pets that you can possibly ever no. have and that you can literally take any pigeon any single pigeon you see and bring it inside and within a week or two it will be fully your pet and it will love you and your house is covered in shit yeah well she puts it in nappies Oh, no, that's just disgusting. That is terrible. But, yeah, apparently they are just feral. Yeah, not... that is a fact. <laughs> so, wait, they're just feral as in, like, you can tame them. You definitely, definitely can, and it's actually quite easy to do so. If you're ready to do so. Well, I'd like to hear from the listeners if anyone's done that. That's not our demographic. <laughs> so true. Well, thank you for playing along at home. Send us your Hinge voice memos. Remember, it is a safe space, and it's all in the um, art of fun. Oh, we are artists, and our medium <laughs> is fun. So today is a very exciting day. I was walking to work. Feeling the Tuesday blues and all of a sudden, and I think I kind of screwed myself because yesterday I was walking to work thinking, oh my God, it's the Met Gala. And then I remembered that it's the first Monday in May, but American time. So then today when I was walking to work, feeling the Tuesday blues, I was like, oh my God, it's the Met Gala. And we have to discuss and break down everything that's happening. The Met Gala. Do we need the history? Absolutely not. <laughs> we just need the here and now and today. A fun fact is that back in 1948, when they first started, the tickets were $50. Now you're looking at upwards of $30,000 per guest that the designer is bringing. So the designers invite the celebrities to wear their clothes and they also like pay for the table. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's all raising money to go towards the Costume Institute, and it often will, well, it's not often, it is the opening of the exhibition. So last year, um, we had the first half of this exhibition, and now this is the second half of the exhibition, Gilded Glamour, um, which sort of means it's excessive, but it's traditional, um, sort of quite formal, white tie um, and floor-length gowns, and almost, if you have seen any stills from the show, The Gilded Age, um, which is a period of time between 1870 and 1900. This was the first year that all five Kardashian sisters were invited. Anna Wintour invites the guests. She obviously made the decision that this was the year that they were all Worthy of being there. Yeah, which is quite interesting considering, um, I guess a guest list is sent out and then 
the does fashion designers pick and choose who they want? Right. It would be so interesting to know the behind the scenes of that because also is it say there's your staple so you know Sarah Jessica Parker is going to be invited every year does she reach out to Christopher John Rogers who's him dressing celebrities has only kind of started in the last two or three years does he approach her knowing she would already be invited like it's a given I don't know because imagine in the past if a fashion house is like oh we will dress Chloe and then she doesn't get invited. I think I was kind of surprised by the attendees. It felt like no one was there, but also everyone was there. I that- felt exactly the same. Uh, there were a lot of celebrities who I was excited to meet, but meeting them through the Met Gala was like new for me. Normally it's like the who's who. And there were those people in attendance, but Mm. there there were also a lot of fresh faces, which maybe that's what keeps the Met Gala so exciting and interesting. Specifically, Mm. actually, um, Kiki Lane literally slayed the Met Gala. She looked so flawless. We kind of thought we could do some Life of the Parties and Peak Too Soons with some of the outfits. Just as a fun way to mix things up and also like hear each other's thoughts. So I, well, let's talk about Kim and Pete first because how can we not? So Kim Kardashian wore the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore, um, when she famously sung Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to John F. Kennedy um, in the 60s. There were rumours for days, weeks, I guess, that uh, she was going to wear it. She'd been spotted at the museum. uh, And she... I don't know. I just, like, I loved it. It was obviously, like, the second time her and Pete have been on the red carpet together. I do have like a little excerpt from a Vogue article about the dress. So it says, the truth is Kardashian only wore the original dress for a matter of minutes. Given the fragile nature and historical value of the dress, she wasn't about to take any chances. In fact, her whole process of getting dressed reads like a highly sophisticated military operation. First, she left her hotel in a dressing gown with barricades set up outside to obscure the view of any waiting paparazzi. She then arrived at a small fitting room by the Met Gala steps that was especially organised for the occasion. There, a conservationist from Ripley's was on hand to assist her in white gloves. Quote, I'm extremely respectful to the dress and what it means to American history. I would never want to sit in it or eat in it or have any risk of any damage to it, and I won't be wearing the kind of body makeup I usually do, says Kardashian, who changed into a replica of the dress also owned by Ripley's. So that's really interesting, right? Like, someone replied to my Instagram story and pointed out that she couldn't really walk, and I was like, oh, I didn't actually notice that because I was just too obsessed with watching her interactions with Pete. Yeah, it is really cool, and she did say that... Uh, last year when she wore the head-to-toe, like, Balenciaga, mm. she 
she actually was thinking like what is the most american thing i could wear because uh last year's theme was uh like america and she said the most american thing is that moment that marilyn monroe sang happy birthday it's iconic everyone knows it Mm. so that's what she would have wore last year if she didn't wear the balenciaga number so it's cool that she got to wear it this year but it also is like that's not the theme like, why even have a theme if no one is going to pay attention to it? I but, felt like... Oh, do you not think it was slightly... I mean, I guess it's the 60s compared to 1800s. It's literally not the theme at all. Yeah, true. I didn't so many of it was not the theme to me. I just... I still am like, maybe I'm not understanding what the theme was. But to me, this year, it just like, no one gave a fuck about it. And they all just wanted to dress like kooky or glamorous or whatever for the Met Gala. And I think that although some of the looks were really stunning and really well constructed and interesting, the fact that the theme was an afterthought for, or not thought of at all made it less interesting for me. Like the camp theme, you know, and the, the, that real punk one or the, um, yes, the religious religious one, one. it all, everyone showed up in theme. Totally. And I mean, Tom Ford actually recently said that the Met Gala was becoming like too costumey and, um, Mm. people, there's no glamour or sophistication to it anymore. But like that, that's interesting. Yeah. When Katy Perry shows up as a chandelier, I'm going to talk about it. I don't remember that time Tom Ford wore a Tom Ford suit, you know? Well, it's every time, I guess. Every time. He did look hot <laughs> but today. But he looked great. What did you think of, like, um, Chris Jenner? Loved it. I so thought it was good. sophistication, hands down. Kim? Chris? Absolute tick. Yeah. Rest of the Kardashians, no thank you. I would have liked Chloe's if it didn't have the black shoulder attached to it. Chloe, to me, is so concerned about looking perfect. I don't know. Something about it just feels disingenuous. It doesn't feel fun. Chloe is fun and she loves being fun. True. And I just feel like she's not having fun right now. And maybe that's just because I'm watching the new season of The Kardashians yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, like, worried about her. But... Do you think perhaps it could be, uh, because it was her first time, there would be, like, a lot of buzz around it, so she just wanted to, like, keep it something simple, like, not make, like, not... Yes. Make waves. Yeah, Because I, I, I didn't even see any pictures of Chloe for so long, but I knew she'd walked the carpet. Like, she wasn't on my Instagram feed at all. Yeah. Well, let's talk... Well, Courtney, I'm not sure what was happening. Well, they were wearing matching outfits. So they were both In... wearing skirts. Um, she was wearing, like, a cropped uh, button-up shirt, and he was wearing, like, a full-length button-up shirt. He was wearing, like, a, a, small, a kilt-style skirt. She was wearing, like, to-the-floor skirt. It was just a, like, matching thing yeah totally but to me her skirt was ugly i thought it looked so bad so they were dressed in tom brown um who actually did dress quite a lot of people uh but yeah i didn't get it 
I liked the shirt if she was wearing it with like some high waisted leather pants. I think what was weird for me was the like flesh colored uh, bit that was like holding it up around her waist, the and then it went into black. Yeah. yeah, I just I didn't love it. Oh, it was a lot God. of black. Uh, Kendall Jenner was in Prada. She bleached her eyebrows. Yeah, I I although it was a miss for me, it was almost good. Yeah. I liked the top half. Do you think slightly on theme? Don't I know. I just don't know. The biggest upset of them all, Kylie Jenner, was dressed I mean, in like a baseball wedding gown. Yeah. She wore a cap, like a, a backwards cap. By Off-White, I think she was wearing. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it i i want to get it i it makes me feel like an idiot that i don't get it uh potentially it's a homage to virgil abloh who was the head designer for um off-white they were supposed to go to the met together back in 2020 but I mean, the photos that she's got on her Instagram make it look way better than what it looked like in real life. But yes, huge disappointment. But also, like, who are we to judge? <laughs> oh my god, I would wear any of these outfits in a fucking second. That also needs to be stated. Yeah, oh my exactly. god, absolutely. Um, um, another one I really didn't enjoy. Just while we're on that, okay, Emily Ratajkowski. What was that? What? No, thank you. I don't understand it. Versace. I mean, it was Donatella's birthday. That's cute. But I think um, Gigi Hadid was also wearing Versace. She was. And she looked insane in the best way i she said that her outfit was so heavy i just thought it was cool as her Whoa. her styling was really on point yeah bright red lips i loved the like pushback here and the like detailing coming out of the side unlike kim who i thought looked bald with the blonde hair i got the reference because of marilyn monroe but it it could have been Gigi just like did a little bit extra which made it more, a bit more yeah totally there yeah. was a lot of black and white now that i'm looking at them all together heaps, heaps uh, and heaps. vanessa um, hudgens okay her in motion there are some awesome shots of her in motion like flicking the uh lace or chill or whatever mm. of the skirt and she is like living her dreams loved it Loved it too. I was like, Loved here for it. the fact that she's one of the hosts for Vogue. That's what I mean about um, Chloe not having fun. Like, yeah, it just was lacking that. I ba, ba, boom. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Emma Chamberlain and Louis Vuitton. Mm, Emma Chamberlain, yes, she actually uh, <laughs> hosted. I oh, know, interviewed a lot of people on YouTube as well. Yes. Yeah, which will be really cool to watch. That My plan for tonight is just to go home and just watch all of the content. What did you think of Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, uh, it was nice. Right. It was just like, yes, that is what Sarah Jessica Parker would do. Yeah, so yeah. same, same. Yeah, legit. And I actually thought it would be like Oscar De La Rente, so I was thought like, okay, that's cool that it's not 
I don't know yeah. why I thought that, but it's cool that she was wearing Christopher John Rogers for sure. Um, Lizzo. Yes, thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, please. She slays every time, and like we were talking about it in the office, and we were saying she shines from within. Like she mm. is just always having a good time. Um, and the the flute on the red carpet was a huge life of the party for me. Yeah, everything was absolutely thought about head to toe awesome her hair glam her whole glam was amazing including the nails that were like absolute talons yeah um the coat she did not wear her she wore it i really liked Hayley bieber's pop of uh leg with a stocking yeah me too i thought Hayley bieber was was nice yeah yeah, yeah, not something to write home about, but gorgeous. Do you know who I absolutely loved? I who? actually didn't know him before I saw this, but um, Cody Smith McPhee. Oh, yes. So he's from The Power of the Dog. I see. Yeah. So unsure what it means No. in terms of the theme, but as we've established, we don't understand the theme. <laughs> Evan Mock. They, from... Gossip Girl. Absolutely smashed the theme. Like, in my mind, that is the theme. Yes, I agree. Totally. Person in a corset, ruffles. Like, that was the theme. Fashion. Yeah, absolutely. I also really loved Phoebe Bridges. Me too. Who's allegedly engaged. Oh, that would be so nice for them. And you know what? I really liked Gwen Stefani. I loved Gwen Stefani. So, so good. Yeah. Uh, Another point of contention around the office was Olivia Rodrigo. What is she... Who is styling her? I actually didn't even see what she wore. Oh, it was like... It was like a Midsummer Night's Dream realness, if I had to put it into a category that doesn't fit the theme. Oh, it was too. She's very Grimes. Yes, very Grimes. She yeah. was in Versace as well. The champion. I think the number one look, my favorite look of all time from Whoa. 2022, it's got to be our girl, Christine Berensky. I totally agree. <laughs> it's her 70th birthday. She slayed Boots the House <laughs> down. Yes, sissy, get it. She did. So she was in Tom Brown as well, who also dressed Courtney and Travis. Awesome. Uh, It was just power, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was was powerful. It was sexy. It was, oh, she commanded attention in that. And for me, the absolute worst, go home, why did you even come? It's got to be Amy Schumer. Okay, so I kind of liked Amy Schumer, but only because I thought it was such a different look from her. And so I was into it. Katy Perry was there? Yes. Absolute non-event. Whoa. Okay. She wore a full uh, Little Mermaid Ariel, (laughs) like, number at... Uh, American, American Idol. Idol the day before and then turns up to the Met Gala and just like, meh? Yeah, not into it. Yeah, I wasn't either. Uh, yeah, back to Amy Schumer. I just thought like, wow, this is different for her and I'm kind of liking it. It was kind of like 
board meeting chic, but I know that it wasn't actually good. It was bored. I'm bored. It's like she didn't know where she was. It also looked like mother of the bride at the funeral. It could have been cool. I can hear where you're coming from now, but I just, it looks like bin lady. (laughs) Also like some of the men I thought like that Slade were Riz Ahmed. Um, I really liked what Kid Cudi was wearing. He was like Mm. in a bright blue coat and pants situation. He like potentially could be up there for like one of my tops. Um, and I really liked what Quest Love was wearing. It was like an oversized jacket. I guess I'm just choosing the men that actually didn't just wear a suit. So maybe it's like not that groundbreaking, but, um, Anderson Pack, hot. He's so hot. So hot. And I love Sean Mendes as well. I thought Sean Mendes was the theme. Yeah, okay. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Yeah. Like if he would Oh my god, so I've watched one episode of Bridgerton and I'm I'm in. Are you? Season one? Yeah, season one. Wow. I really enjoyed it. But that was giving me like Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck. He's entered his villain phase. Wow, I just can't pick a favorite. I guess it was Kim. I just the boost of serotonin that I got from watching the live stream of her on that carpet with Pete. I don't know if I'll ever feel that again. Wow. Oh, I have a question. Yeah. What are our thoughts on Patrick Patrick Schwarzenegger? Well, what did he do to Taylor? He's a bad boy. Eh? I knew I didn't like him mm. for some reason. Cause I was like, I do really like his outfit, but for some reason it just feels icky. Yeah. I think we're like, not sure on him because of Taylor, but I can't remember the history. Okay. Well, also speaking of Taylor, there is rumors that something is going to happen today with her music. She's going to make some sort of announcement about her new album because oh. famously at her last Met Gala, she showed up a bleach blonde bob wearing mm-hmm. a sparkly. It was the rock and roll theme, I think, or the mm-hmm. punk theme. Mm. And this is where TikTok says that she was getting ready for her karma era. And then all that stuff happened with uh, Kim and Kanye, and she didn't release any music uh, until Reputation came out. But she has been hinting everywhere that karma exists and we've talked about it here before and so maybe maybe she's getting ready to release something (laughs) you have gone down the full rabbit hole and i get it i've been there but that is a real reach like because today is the Met Gala and the last one she went to they thought she was about to announce karma. She might today announce something, but it might not be karma. Is well, she did, what you just Yes, said. but she did accept an invitation to the Met Gala this year and we what? haven't seen her yet. Do you think she's performing or not? Yes, I think something is happening. Right. Well, because there usually is a performer and it hasn't really been announced who it was does Anna Wintour like Taylor well I guess if she got invited she likes her 
Why? Yeah, I think so. So much to think about. Um, the last thing I'll say is I really liked what Anna Wintour looked like, and I know it's kind of boring because she looks the same every time, but it's kind of my goals in life to just be like, okay, that's my signature look, and I'm slaying it. Fully. I, no one's it. doing that. Who's just doing their signature look every single time? No one except Anna Wintour. That's fashion. But on the other like side of the coin, I'm like, who... like? Made Anna Wintour the boss of fashion. Like I she know did. That... She fucking did herself. It's so crazy to me that like they're all just there to impress this one woman. She is the queen of America, and yeah. she's British. Is she British? She's got like a slight British accent, but maybe it's just posh. The other thing that came out today was the verdict in the Kardashians versus Black China, um, but the latest. I guess, lawsuit in, in that situation. Um, and the courts uh, found, well, the jury reached a verdict and found that the Kardashians had not defamed China or interfered with her contract with E. So everything has been dropped and no damages need to be paid. It was $100 I mean, million, dollars, it, wasn't she it? She was suing for $100 million. While the Kardashians were all at the Met, that came out. That came out. What and a great way to celebrate. They would have been like, well, duh. Yeah, exactly. I am just so happy that, that Kim is where she's at. It just really makes me so happy. Her and Pete look so happy. Okay. They do look really happy. I'm really happy for them. Is mm-hmm. him getting her children's initials tattooed on his body? Okay. Look, I don't know the answer to that question. I think it's a gesture, and I also think, like, he does that, you know? Like, that's his thing. That's his way to express his feelings. It, I mean, is it a bit odd? Maybe. Maybe it's just celebrity culture. I think it's also fine. Like, if Pete Davidson got my initials tattooed on him while dating you, would you be like wow, he really loves me. Or would you be like, oh my God, what is going on? Uh, I think yeah, I'd think the first, he really loves me. Aww. But I'm toxic and I read into everything. So I'd be like, well, this means we're staying together forever, obviously. We're getting engaged next week. Well, yeah, that's what it does mean <laughs> though. Like that is what it means. That's but not reading it, into it. Or is it yes. like, that's her children. Person. No, it's her kids. These are the things that mean most to her ever that he thinks that they are forever this is not a moment in time to remember like that cute day they had at the park or at disneyland isn't it interesting that like there's no conversation online about the fact that she's 41 and he's 28 but yeah if it was the other way around it would be like i have never even thought about that once yeah it's crazy to me i mean i love it it's great it's feminism but it's just interesting that the age gap. But maybe, you know, Ashton and Demi moved barriers. Yeah. And also, he looks older than her. True. I'm loving his, like, slight spray tan. I think it's doing wonders for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I we have to talk about is the sad, sad elimination of our dear friend, 
Eli Matthewson from Dancing with the Stars, New Zealand. The amount of articles I have read today with the headline, Dancing with the Stars is broken. I know. It's facts. It's the truth. The silver lining to all of this is that overnight more than eight grand has been raised for Outline, donated to their Give a Little. Um, so it's really nice to see that money going to that organization. But it's just a little bit shit. It's shit. And, like, I just – this is not my New Zealand I know, it's interesting. Like, I don't understand. Like, Sonia was great. Eli yeah. was great. Are they keeping people that they think will be bad? No, it's voting. It's the way the voting works. That's what broken. I mean. Like, people voting for people that are bad because they want to see them again. Like, when David Seymour well, did it. I guess that it's, yeah, maybe it's like meme culture and also like the amount of followers they might have on TikTok or something like that. True. And, yeah, I don't know. The queer community, like, we can only we can only do so much. Exactly. Maybe if they had multiple partners, same-sex partners dancing together, then we wouldn't feel so hurt. Yeah, it was it was bad. He was Eli was like on, in the top 3 of the leaderboard according to the judges and mm. still was ousted. But we are so proud of Eli. And Johnny. And Johnny, yes. And they did something, like, really groundbreaking. Mm, totally. Well done, Eli. You could come back for All Stars. Oh, my God, yes. That would be so hard. <laughs> Hosted by Jason Gunn and Candy Lane, just like it should be. Boom. Um, well, I think in honor of the most wonderful time of the year, we should say the mantra. Yes. 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. Now, if you're new here, thank you for listening to all of this. But this is our segment where we take a moment to appreciate the time that was 2001 to 2008, but also the feeling that was 2001 to 2008. And we have a playlist that you can listen to on Spotify, link in the show notes, and, of course, for New Zealand Music Month, we're going to be adding New Zealand songs. Yeah, so what are you adding to the playlist? Today, Simon, I'm going to add Listening for the Weather by Bic Runga. Oh, we are, we are and forever will be... Uh, Bic Heads. Bic, yeah, Bic, 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 Bic Byros. Yeah, we we are runga adjacent. We are part of the runga family. Yeah, whether <laughs> they like to think it or not. <laughs> um, great song, classic Angel. My song that I am adding to today's playlist is by Wellington's hottest, the hottest thing to come out of Wellington since Stephanie Moore. That's a reach, but I didn't come out of Wellington. Is what I mean. Not the Oh, good. <laughs> yes. I'm adding Nisian Mystics, Nisian 101 to the playlist. Yes, it's so good. I, like, still live in hope that there'll be, like, a reunion or a resurgence for Nisian Mystic. Like, I'd kill to see them live. Oh, there's got to be nostalgia money to be made by them, you know? 
We are suggesting New Zealand songs for you to listen to, but please suggest them back at us. We want to support New Zealand Music Month as much as we can. The theme this year is all about supporting young, new, up-and-coming artists. So Yes, um, send us your recommendations. Yes, please. And go out and see a gig. There's heaps of cool stuff going on. Sound the alarm, Stephanie. It's the resonance for me. <laughs> he could do a lot with that throat. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.